It's crow time, folks, and I am Pippi Longstocking. Seriously, I changed my name, Pippi Longstocking. No, 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 I am the man called Crow, as always. And sitting across our beat-up, <laughs> sitting across from me at our beat-up Ikea coffee table, as always, as well, is my fiance, the beautiful, the exciting, the multi-talented Wolf Eyes. Oh, go ahead and howl for everybody. You know you want to. Yeah, that was kind of low. You could have done better. It was kind of low. I think I kind of forced that howl out of you. I don't think you really want to do it every week, but every week I'm like, how? Okay, now you're sticking your tongue out at me. Okay. Um... It is 12.18 a.m., Monday, January 14th, and we are about ready to do another exciting episode of our podcast. So exciting. So exciting. Terribly exciting. Wake up, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, we actually got... We, we actually hit the stores this week. Got to hit the stores this week. Actually did a... Uh, Actually did a Carmar trip even this past Wednesday, and uh, which included a game night with with our friends Lynn and Aaron, um, <clears throat> and uh, so you know ha haven't done that in a while. It's been over months since we got a game night in Lynn and Aaron, and uh, it's been I don't know a couple of weeks since we a uh, couple of weeks since we um, you know did a Carmar trip and. We actually found some stuff up there this time. Some cool stuff, actually. Um, I mean, there was the um, there was the uh, life-size companion doll, as we know. I don't know. I, I, I didn't get a companion doll. I wanted to, but it was way too expensive. No, just kidding. I don't need a companion doll because I have a real-life living companion now. So la di da di da, and so there. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay. Um, okay, well, since we did get some cool stuff this time, uh, since we did get some cool stuff this time to talk about, I guess I won't ramble quite as much, um, um, as I normally do, so I have time to work everything in. Um, had a very exciting conversation, <laughs> had a very exciting conversation with our cable company yesterday. Well, actually on Saturday. That was fun. 48 minutes, 47 seconds. 48 minutes, 47 seconds, trying to get try, trying to get a problem settled with our bill because they charged us $12 more than they should have and took $12 more out of the bank account than they should have. Um, and to try to make this story brief, um, I, I call up and, and someone answers. I, I won't say the cable company. Part of me would love to, but I'll, I'll, I'll be... Kind of nice. So anyway, um, so I call up the cable company. As soon as I get out of bed, yeah, well Saturday, you know, which was around three in the afternoon, because we didn't have anything to do. You know, why the hell get out of bed to crack a dawn if you know, you know, we didn't have anything to do. It was just a lazy day. So I, I we got out of bed around three p.m. Saturday afternoon, and I call the cable company, and um, someone answers. And I start to explain the problem from to them in detail. 
in detail. And, you know, those of you who listen to the show, you, you know, I, I, I speak kind of loud. I don't speak soft. I, I, I speak in kind of a loud, strong voice. You know, I, I, my pronunciation is good. My enunciation is good. Um, I, I've been told by a lot of people that I'm very articulate when I speak and, and all that kind of jazz. So, so, she did, so, so the person didn't have, definitely didn't have trouble understanding me because of the way I speak. So I explained the situation. And uh, she goes, it, it, she, she starts saying something. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're missing the point. The point is, I, I, I'm not even talking about The point is, we got charged $12 more than we should have. So I need $12 credit on our bill. And, and, and she just keeps repeating this stuff. Oh, and over. So I'm like, no, 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 no. You're, you're not getting the point. So I keep explaining what the problem is and what I need done about it over and over and over and over. And finally, after 30 some odd minutes, she goes, so what do you need me to do? Honestly, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I have literally been on the phone with you over 30 minutes telling you in detail what the problem is, telling you in detail what I need done, and you ask me, what I need you to do? Are you kidding me? So then I go through the whole thing again. Step by step detail of, of, of what happened and what I need to take care of and what I need done and all this. And she honestly goes after after like the, the, the and like I said, by the time the phone call ended, it was 48 minutes, 47 seconds. She goes well, I'm just customer service. I can't help you if you're not going to tell me what you need. So I'm just going to hang up. And she hung up. I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding? I was on the phone almost an hour, almost as long as the show is, explaining everything in detail. And she actually, in addition, asked me the 30-something minute mark, what do you need me to do? And then it goes, well, I'm just customer service. I can't help you if you're not going to tell me what you need. So I'm just going to hang up. And she hung up. I'm like... So, so she, she hangs up. I, I, you know, close my phone to make sure the connection is broken. I rant and rave for a few minutes, you know, shout out a few expletives. I won't say what they are in the show because I try to keep it clean, but let's just say pretty much all the popular ones. And I call right back. This time I get somebody on the phone. And, and have you ever called anybody, you get the... This call is being recorded for customer, tra you know, and, and all that jazz. So, as soon as the second person gets on the phone, I tell them, okay, before we start this conversation, I just want to let you know that I'm also recording this conversation because of the problems I've had with the other phone calls that I've made about this. And, you know, and, and they go, okay. So, luckily, that time I get somebody that knows what I'm saying gets the point and actually helped me with what I needed and and it got taken care of and, and all that but I, I I mean it's like to spend that long on the phone with somebody and then they look at and then they're like somebody need me I, I mean that's like going into a restaurant and you walk up and you go yeah I like a Big Mac combo meal and the person behind the counter goes can I help you and you're like, yes, I'd like a Big Mac combo meal. And they're like, 
what do you need? I'd like a Big Mac combo meal. You're going to have to tell me what you need. And you're like, I'd like a Big Mac combo meal. And they're like, look, I, I, I can't, I can't wait on you if you're not going to tell me what you need. So, so I'm just going to, to have to ask you to step out of line so I can take care of the person waiting behind you. I, I, I mean, it, it's just totally ludicrous. And I, 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 I have kind of a zero tolerance level for, for, for that kind of thing. And I get aggravated very easily. And it's like, but fortunately, in the end, after the second call, which lasted 44 minutes, 17 seconds, I remember all this. <laughs> so aggravating it, 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 it's branded on my brain. But luckily the second person was able to take care of the situation and uh, everything. So, but yeah, that, that's how my Saturday started. So it's like... And then my Saturday started with you ranting and raving about it all <laughs> the rest of the day. Into I, the night. I know, because it was like... It, it's just like, come on. And, and the second person I talked to, you know, apologized for the problems I had with the other person. And, and actually, the other people that I called, because I've actually been trying to straighten out this matter for, for like, you know, like, get something done for like a week. And then and then I, I finally think I've got it all solved. And then they, they end up taking $12 more out of the account than they should have. And I had to call and take care of that. But... You know, so so, but the, you know, but the, but the, but the guy I talked to was real nice, and you know, apologized for everybody else's behavior, and uh, he said he was going to tell his supervisor about the other person hanging up on me himself, because that's not the way they should treat customers, and and, and all that. So um, you know, and uh, as compensation, we even have we were even given you know stars free for three months. To compensate for all the, all the mishaps, so I got the problem taken care of with the bill. I ended it up with you know three months free stars. So, uh, but yeah, it was just like you gotta be freaking kidding me, man! It's like you gotta be kidding me. And was she like, "What do you need me to do?" I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, what more can I do? God, what more can I do? Uh, yeah, customer service. Um, which, which, that's probably the worst experience I've had with any customer service, with the exception of this one, one game company. Once again, I won't say the name of the game company. But we, we buy a lot of games secondhand at thrift stores, whatever. And most companies are great about helping you out, even if they know you bought a game secondhand. I, I mean, I, I, I've been on the phone with, um, I, I, I think it's Mattel that I was on the phone with. The, it's either Mattel or Hasbro. But I, it seems like it's Mattel that I was on the phone with, who didn't have the pieces that I needed, and I told them about the game at a thrift store, and I, they didn't have the pieces I needed, and they actually went online while I was on the phone to see if they could track down the pieces like on eBay or whatever. And uh, you know, most companies have great customer service. Pressman does. Uh, I've talked about Jamie, at Pressman slash Goliath games a lot. So you know, that's really good customer service. University Games, Think Fun. Um, exploding kittens. Yeah, the people at exploding kittens are great with customer service. Um, and uh, I can't think of who else. Yellow, I had a real good customer service exper experience with Yellow Games. 
And, you know, so, so there are a lot of companies that give you great customer service. Late, late for the Sky. Late for the Sky. Late for the Sky is another one. Yeah, Late for the Sky is good. Uh, USAopoly, they're good. USAopoly is good. And there, there, there are a lot of companies that give you great service. But, man, this one game company, I email them wanting to know if I can get pieces for the game. They tell me they can help me better if I call. Didn't make sense to me. So I call. Set on hold over 10 minutes. Couldn't wait on the phone any longer. Had to go. Tell them, I emailed them later that day when I had time. Tell them I tried calling and I sent the phone over 10 minutes. Nobody came on the line. So could you please just tell me if you have, if the piece I need are available. I get an email back apologizing for the inconvenience and telling me, you know, still won't give me a yes or no answer. Tell me that they can, you know, help me better if I call. So I try calling again. So, so the bottom line of this is for over two and a half weeks, I keep emailing them wanting to know if I can get the pieces. They keep telling me it's best if I call. So I try to call, sit on hold over 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes each time. And then emailing them again, telling them, look, I tried to call, it's something like, I tried to call again, still nothing. Could you please just tell me by email if you have the pieces? And they keep going, man, it's bad if you call. So finally, after like the umpteenth time that I tried to call and that happened, I emailed them, I'm like, look, and, and since I'm like, look, I just need to know if I can get the piece I need for my game, you know, the blah, blah, blah pieces for blah, blah, blah game. You keep telling me to call, so I keep trying to call, and I sit on hold over, over 10 minutes, and, and nobody ever comes on, even comes on the line. And I don't have time to keep messing with e phone calls, messing with emails, so just tell me via email if you have the pieces. And then they email me back. We're sorry, the pieces you need for that game are no longer available. It's like, well, why in the hell? And I'm sure everybody listening will agree that this company could have told me in response to my very first email. Instead of telling me to call and they could help me better, they could have just told me simply the very first email, in response to the very first email I sent, we're sorry, those pieces are not available. But no, they tell me to call. I call. No, Nobody comes on the phone. I For over two weeks. That, that company's actually popular for not ever having any pieces for any yeah, game, we, even new games yeah, that got still on the yeah, market. Yeah, because we, we got another game, once again, at their store, but we got it, and, and it's still being sold at Target and other stores. So there's a piece missing from it, and you contacted them. Ask them if I could buy it. Yeah, yeah, ask if you could buy it. Didn't even tell them it was secondhand. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. The same company, when, when I did tell them, when I contacted them about a game uh, a while back, before that game even, that I had bought a game at a thrift store and it's missing pieces, I needed pieces, they sent me an email back, didn't even tell me the pieces were available or not, and just said something like, we're sorry, we don't support the second-hand purchase of our games. It's well, like... I was, if the game's out of print and you see it, you should... Yeah, buy yeah, it yeah, really, yeah, so... Recommend yeah, it, like, so like, like, if some... If, if, do what? They don't recommend many, even if they don't make the yeah. game anymore. They rather for it to be thrown in the trash. I, I, I guess it's like so. If a friend gives you one of their games, a family member gives you one of their games, you find one at a thrift store, yard sale, whatever, and you buy it, and, and it's missing a piece. You're just screwed. I mean, they make real popular. Yeah, they do. Yeah, games and toys. Yeah, yeah, they make a lot of very. But I've heard a lot of people say they can't get nobody to help them at that company. Yeah, I, I, I've had other customer service people, and other companies <laughs> tell me that. They've heard stuff about the company as well. 
and I, I and I, they do make some cool games. They make some cool toys. But and I, the one, I mean, like I said, the first game we ever contacted them. We're sorry, we did not support the second-hand purchase of our games. And, and so after that, I'm like, okay, fine. I won't even tell them anymore that I got it secondhand. I'll, I'll just say that I need a piece for something. Still yet, lousy customer service. And that one game that you got, it's it's that cat game. Um, there oops. you go, you already just oops. told us. Oh, I might have just, oh well, what the hell. Anyway, it's Spin Master, okay? It's Spin Master. Um, they, they make some great games. They, they, have some, they make some great toys, Hatchimals and all that. But they don't support the second-hand purchase of the games. So if someone gives you one, hands it down to you, whatever. If you find one at a store and it's missing something, they will not help you. They will flat out, and you tell or, them. Or if you buy one, even new, yeah. you lose a piece. They won't help you. Yeah, because because yeah, because the first time we ever contacted them, the new piece, we told them that it was that we bought at a thrift store, and that's what they got. We did not support the secondhand purchase of our games, which I've told that to other customer service people, and they were like, "Are you serious?" Because other companies, a lot of other companies, don't care. I mean, you got I bought at a thrift store. Well, here, let me see what we can do it's for you. It's what keeps the game alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps you interested in it, and so like, um. So then after that, if we got a game in DPS4, we just asked if we could get the piece. Still, yeah, same thing. That cat game, brand new, still on the shelves. Still selling the Target. You, uh, it was missing one piece. You uh, contacted them, didn't you tell them we bought it at their store, and asked if they had a piece. We're sorry, the replacement piece is not available for that game. So it, it's like, you know, and there are a lot of companies that don't have pieces to every single one of the games, so that's understandable. But it's just like... They've been basically no help with anything. Well, there was a game I needed instructions to even. And it's like, we're sorry, we did not have the instructions to that game. It's like, jinkies, come on. But uh, anyway, it's been master, but I didn't say that. Okay, on now, enough about lousy customer service. <laughs> this is going to be a lousy show because all we're doing is talk about lousy customer service. But um, so anyway, okay, let's talk about days. It's time for the day segment, daily and yearly stuff. Louder. No. No, come on, do it louder. That was cool. It, it, it sounded cool. Do it louder. Days. There you go. She that sounded good. Get yourself conscious. Hell, I, you know, I sound like a blithering idiot. That stopped me from doing stuff on the show. Okay. Today, January 14th, is Dress Up Your Pet Day. Well, I don't want to dress you up. Well, I, I actually misinterpreted it. I thought it said, uh, I, I just kind of glanced over it, and I, I thought it said put on a dress and make up and have someone pet you day. Don't want to do that either. Yeah, well, 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 no, I, I, I actually, first of all, I said put on a dress and some makeup and be someone's pet day. So I was all ready to, you know, force to have a good time today, and then I, I, I read it better. So. I do have a nice collar I can put on you. I put, you know, span the, just blow those uh Oh, uh, Kitty Convict. Yeah. Kitty Convict can, collars. I can lead you from, around the, uh, from, uh, the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, that could work. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, Scary Poppins liked the story about how I uh, was spinning your bra around in the lot of that. I, I, actually, I, I, guess I, I, I guess I should do a disclaimer on the show. Uh, a, a disclaimer. A lot of stuff that I say I do... I haven't actually done. I, I've never actually spun one of your bras around on the show. 
I, I, I mean, I'll end a lot of math. Yet. Wouldn't put it past me. But so far, I haven't done it. Uh, a lot of times when I say I've done something, I'm just joking around. But, you know, I, you know, so, um, you know, just throwing stuff out there. But, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, so, so, so for the record, I didn't actually twirl one of your bras around in the laundromat. It, it was actually one of mine. Um, but best I remember is the hot pink one. Yeah. I, 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 I was going to twirl my black one around, but then I thought, nah, that one won't show up as good in the lighting. So, you know, the hot, I figured the, the hot pink one would really, you know, like show up and be visible from like, you know, the other side of the laundromat. You know, so, so yeah, you know. Um, the, which reminds me, they, they actually make like camouflage underwear, like underwear and camouflage patterns. Like, like why the hell, like, like, like are you going to be going hunting in, in a bra and panties? I mean, that's what a frisky hunter is out there. <laughs> And they decide to take a frisky break, and uh, they don't want uh, the animals to see them uh, do the wild thing. That, that, that's true. You, you know what? I've always wondered when people go hunting, and by the way, I'm against hunting, so I'm in no way supporting it. Um, I, I don't think you should, you know, hurt or kill stuff just, you know, for fun. So I'm in no way endorsing it. But I, I because you see so many hunters with these trucks or ATVs or whatever painted up in camouflage colors. How the hell do they find their vehicle? <laughs> Damn it, Jim, I know it's around here somewhere. <laughs> it's like five days later they still can't find their truck or ATV or whatever. Um, I, I still think it'd be funny if you and I were to go into to some store because a lot of times at Christmas time, I actually got this idea one time around Christmas time because they had this kiosk set up in the mall. They were staring at like, camouflage clothing. So that man, if only I knew someone who would do this with me. Go into the store, go in there with a buddy of mine, keep trying on different jackets, you know, and whatever, and I'm like, okay, can you see me now? And, and my buddy's like, yeah, I can still see you. Be like, damn it. So I keep trying on different jackets, you know, so finally I put one on, I'm like, okay, can you see me now? And my buddy's like, uh, where are you? And I'm like, dude, I'm right here, can you see me? Like. Right where? I don't see you. I'm like, yes, we found one that works. <laughs> just thought that'd be cool. Just, just thought that'd be funny. Just, you know, just for the hell of it. Um, okay, 15th, January 15th, hat day. I should wear I should wear my pink furry hat. The one that I terrified truck drivers in the Marion, Illinois truck stop with. Yes, you should. Can, can you imagine being a, being a truck driver? And walking into a truck stop bathroom, and there's some guy in there wearing a pink furry hat with like the little hang down balls on it. <laughs> the, the hang down balls were on the hat, by the way, <laughs> just to clarify. Um, <clears throat> and no, it wasn't that kind of balls either. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, you know, pink furry hat, like big, what looks like ears, light pink, the little balls on a string that hang down on each side. Yep. She now trucker walks into the bathroom. I'm going to go wash up. Then, uh, then we get something at Subway because it's a Subway restaurant in the truck stop. Walks in there. There I am in there in the pink fur hat. Guy turns around. I think oh, that doesn't take long. I think you had to use the bathroom. Never mind. Let's, let, let's just get out of here and go next door to McDonald's. <laughs> like, why? I thought you liked Subway. Look, there's a guy in there in a pink furry hat. 
I don't want to talk about it. Um, but anyway, that, or, or, my, or my court jester hat, my uh, pink, yellow, and green court jester hat. Good wear that. Um, it is also pothole day. Now, it says, there's this interesting pothole story. I'm not making this up. This sounds like something I'd make up, but it's not something I'm making up. This is, this is from the website, daysoftheyear.com, which is where I get a lot of my information from. How to celebrate Pothole Day. Um, and this is what it says. How does the average citizen prevent potholes from becoming a nuisance? I know you're probably wondering how you stop me from being a nuisance. <laughs> but anyway, good luck with that one. Officially, there's little they can do. They aren't allowed to fix them, and stopping in at the city hall and talking to the representatives can only get them so far. While not strictly legal, and I swear I'm not making this part up, though it sounds like something I would do, or something I would make up, rather. While not strictly legal, there is one person who found a creative solution. He would draw phallus around the potholes with bright yellow spray paint, and the city took action to remove this inappropriate graffiti by fixing the holes. We can't recommend such a legal action, but we do have to say that it was effective. And the word is phallus, P-H-A-L-L-U-S. For those of you not familiar with it, looking at, look it up. I'm damn sure not explaining it. I'm trying to keep the show classy. Well, at least for the next few seconds. After that, it's back to normal. Okay. Um, it is also Strawberry Ice Cream Day. So I'm going to celebrate on the 15th by putting on my pink fuzzy hat Spray painting a phallus around a pothole and then eating strawberry ice cream. <laughs> um, you know, whatever. Um, okay, on the 16th, it is Nothing Day, which is a day to do nothing. So on the 16th, I'm doing nothing. It is also appreciated Dragon Day, which I'd say pretty much. We appreciate dragons every single day since we have dragons sitting on top of the shelf where our, VC, uh, our, our VCRs are. <laughs> what the hell? I carry around my lollipop dragon. You could. You could. Um, and um, so, uh, you know, since, since we have dragons sitting on top of our shelf where our DVDs are, and we have some dragons sitting on top of uh, one of the shelves where we have games, it's something one of the shelves where we have games. Yeah. Because we have two shelves in the living room kitchen area with games on them. And uh, we, we put probably over 100 games in storage this past week. And we still easily have over 500 in the game labyrinth. If not more. Um, so yeah, I appreciate a Dragon Day. Which would be a good day to play Dragon Run. Dragon Race. Dragon Slayer. Dragonology. Um, what's another dragon game we own? Zero, which is, doesn't have a dragon in the title, but it has a dragon on the board. Um, da, 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 da. oh, Dragonwood by Game Right. Love the game Dragonwood yeah, by Great by Game Right. That's a great game. Um, seventeenth, it is Ditch New Year's Resolutions Day. We didn't even make any, so that'd be okay. I'll make one. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, dye my hair purple this year. 
should dye my hair purple. I should dye my hair like Oscar, WWE, three different colors. That'd be cool. No one's ready for Oscar. She almost screams when she talks. Cute girl, really cool, good wrestler. Kind of screams when she talks. It's like she, it's it's like she learned to talk from those old Godzilla movies, those old Asian Godzilla movies. Because because the, okay, Oscar's Asian, and it was Asian people in the Godzilla movies. Uh, they would be like Godzilla, Godzilla. So, you know, maybe that's why she screams when she talks. Okay, she doesn't always scream when she talks, but she does a lot. I, I, I don't know if she figures that she's having trouble speaking English clearly, so she figures she has to talk really loudly to make it easier for people to understand her what. I don't know, but but she pre sometimes she yells when she talks. That would that would get a you know annoying maybe. Not as annoying as my voice, but I <laughs> I don't even yell, and I, my voice is annoying. Um. Okay. Oh, the 18th, Winnie the Pooh Day. Winnie the Pooh Day. Okay, you're just kind of looking at me like you have no interest in what I'm saying. No, I'm just sitting You're just kind of looking at me like, yeah, so get on with it. There's Winnie the Pooh. Yep, we, we do have a, a uh, large Winnie the Pooh in our living room. Sitting by a large Tigger and a large Eeyore. And on the other side of Winnie the Pooh was a three-foot tall Garfield, the cat. Yeah. So. And a minion. And a minion, which was a gift from Linda for Christmas. Um, oh, and underneath our table uh, is a about a foot tall Marie from the Aristocats. So, yeah. And at the end of our t entertainment center is like a three-foot tall Big Bird, <laughs> with with the uh, with the Grover sitting beside of him. Yeah, and that big bird's like 1985. That's like vintage, I guess. I'm not really sure where the vintage point begins. I, I, I posted a lot of stuff this week on my Facebook page and everything else and said vintage, and it's from the 90s. So I'm not really sure where vintage begins. It's like antique. When is it antique? When is it vintage? What? When's the date? You know, not really sure. But yeah, now the Grover, I must say, since I brought it up, came from the A Few Favorite Things store on eBay. Uh, it used to belong to Scott, the guy that runs it, and, uh, so, you know. Anything you'd like to say to Scott Grover? Hello, Scott, it is me, your old friend Grover. Ha! Hello. Okay, I'm doing a show here, Grover. Your time is up. Sorry. Hello, Scott. Sorry. Okay. Um, I hate the new Sesame Street show. I love the original. I hate the new one. Just don't like it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. On uh, the nineteenth, it is Popcorn Day. Popcorn Day. Yeah. Get popcorns and back to watch a movie. We can do that. Mm -hmm. We can do that. We have several movies to choose from. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes we just sometimes we talk and it's just like we have no zing. It's like. Sometimes we talk and like, ah, and then other times we talk and we're like, yeah, well, what do we do? <laughs> popcorn day, my goodness. We can eat popcorn, sit there and watch a movie. Whoa. Awesome. That better? Yeah. <laughs> High five. Okay. Um, 
And finally, to finish up the day segment, um, on the 20th, it is Cheese Lover's Day. Cheese Lover's Day. So, for those of you out there who love cheese, put on some good music, turn the lights down low, maybe completely off and light some candles even. Stretch out a uh, comfy rug on the floor. <laughs> get yourself a get yourself a block of Kobe Jack cheese or a package of shredded sharp cheddar cheese or maybe even a package of individually sliced Kraft American cheese. Just celebrate Cheese Lover's Day. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's starting to feel gross and oh so wrong about halfway through that segment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cheese Lover's Day. For all you cheese lovers out there. Munster. Kobe. Swiss. Doesn't matter. Just love you some cheese on January 20th. <laughs> okay. Remember what I said about keeping the show classy? <laughs> I lied. Um, but anyway, that's... <laughs> Tune in January 20th for my Cheese Lovers Special as we celebrate all things cheese. Mmm, cheese. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, in all honesty, okay, for those of you that want to celebrate Cheese Lovers Day, and, and, and you don't want to go out and get cheese, you don't have any cheese at home, you don't want to go out and get cheese, or you're lactose intolerant, just listen to this show. Because I don't think anybody would argue with this fact. This show is cheesy as hell. And I'm cheesy as hell. So, there you go. That's how you celebrate Cheese Lover's Day. And you like to cut the cheese, too. And I also cut the cheese. I've never worked at a deli one day in my life. But I'm damn good at cutting cheese. But I'm damn good at cutting the cheese. Okay. For those of you that like to cut the cheese... <laughs> Um, eat something spicy, unfasten your pants, drop them to the floor, let your underwear drop after that, and then just, <laughs> ooh, yeah. <laughs> and keep in mind, folks, I'm straight edge. So, so th this means that anything you hear on the show you know, I'm straight edge, so I'm just, I'm just coming up with all this wacky stuff and doing all this weird stuff. Always 100% stone cold sober. Yeah. People will listen to the first time. You gotta be kidding me. He's not on anything, and he actually. Like I, 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 I don't even take any prescription meds. I'm 100% drug free, man. 
100% drug free, not even prescription, not even aspirin, not even pain reliever, no, not even Pepto-Bismol, nope, not even cough lozenges, cough syrup, nothing like that, yep, all this is just natural, all this is just natural. <laughs> okay, my couch cushion has shifted, and as a result, this couch has literally become a pain in the ass. Okay, there we go. Well, I, I should describe our couch maybe before I move on to the games we got this week. Sticking with our theme of eclectic stuff and vintage stuff and all this stuff and all that, our sofa is a 1985 sofa bed. And we've had it now for like, I think, about three years now. I think we bought it actually January 2016. So we've had almost three years. It was originally 1985. And, uh, yes, it has, like, the brown and tan flower thingy going on. Um, well, those of you who looked at my Facebook page, some of my older photos I took on Facebook, with things sitting on the couch, you've seen the couch, so you know what it looks like. Um, it's comfy as all hell, unless you're trying to sit on the edge of it. Because it's a hide bed there's no softness at the edge, it's like a wood frame. And uh, so you had to make sure. So I had to make sure when I'm in the show, I position the cushions carefully because I sit on the edge of the couch. Because <laughs> if they start to shift back, I'm sitting on like I'm sitting like on a uh, basically a one by six piece of wood, <laughs> or, or like maybe a one by ten piece of wood. It's like about I, I'd say it's about an inch thick, about ten inches wide, with covered in very thin material. <laughs> so it's like sitting on. The, imagine sitting on the edge of a board <laughs> trying to do something. That's what this is like. Okay, now, are you ready to, oh my God, dare I say it? Get thrifty with it? Yep, yep, yep. Well, alrighty then. Yeah, it's been a long time since we uh, kind of pulled that one out. I'm still thinking of ch changing the name of this segment to Crow and Tell, or maybe coming up with a new segment called Crow and Tell. For stuff that we get that didn't come from thrifting. But this time we actually found some cool th stuff with thrifting. So I'm pulling it out of the hat, as they say. Or out of the vault, as they say. Yeah, out of the vault, as they say. And uh, haven't been able to use that show in a while. Because we've got so little thrifting lately. It's like, are you ready to start getting thrifting with it? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, okay, we didn't even get anything. <laughs> so, uh, it'd be like, are you ready to start getting thrifting with it? Well, sorry, but we didn't get anything. Um... We actually did find some cool games this past week. Uh, most of them vintage. Um, okay, I and I got me another plush minion. It's a it's a twelve inch tall. It's a twelve inch tall Stewart, and I have the twelve inch tall Bob. Now I need the the that that the Kevin in that size to go along with it. And uh, because I got them all three in the uh, like six inch size, and I gotta get them all three in that size. And I also have Bob and Kevin in the Build-A-Bear plush, so I need a steward in the Build-A-Bear. Then I'll have all three main characters from the Minion movie in the 6-inch plush, the 12-inch plush, and in the Build-A-Bear plush. Okay, wake up, my Minion yearnings are over. Um, well, they're not over, but at least I'm not gonna talk about <laughs> Okay. Uh, one cool thing that we got is a 1988 Match 4 game put out by Hilco, H-I-L-C-O. It's actually, I, w I, I would easily say, a, a um, derivative, I guess that's a good word for it, of 
the score four game that we have that was, I'm not sure when the first ever score four game came out, but we have a game called score four. It was put out by Lakeside in 1971. Uh, there were other editions of score four put out by Lakeside in different years, but our edition was put out in nine, ours is the 1971 edition. And it's basically there's a board with 16 pegs in it. And you've got to get four of your colored bead. Now, in the score four game, there wouldn't be. There's brown and there's brown wooden beads and tan wooden beads. But in the match four game, it's red plastic beads and blue plastic beads. And it's a lot smaller game as well. Uh, the Hilco game version is. And you just have to get four in a row. Either four stacked up horizontally, uh, vertically or four in a row horizontally, or four in a row diagonally. You just have to get four in a row of your color bead. Um, so it's essentially the same game, just, you know, different names. Um, then we also found a 1972 square-off game by Parker Brothers. That's real cool. It's a two-player strategy game. Um, haven't had a chance to play any of these yet, of course. We just got them Wednesday. So um, haven't had a chance to play any of them. But they're they're very cool looking games, vintagey, you know, and all that. So that makes them cool. We got a nineteen eighty seven Trivial Pursuit Pocket Player set, which makes our thirty second Trivial Pursuit game. And I actually have the box with me for the Trivial Pursuit game um, because it says, okay, here's what it says on it: Copyright nineteen eighty seven Horn Abbott Limited. Trivial Pursuit and Pocket Player are trademarks of Horn Abbott Limited. This has got Canada in parentheses. Then out parentheses it says for the game distribute for the game distributed distributed distributed. I'm thinking of distribution. I'm thinking of word distribution. Okay. Uh, where was I? Okay. For the game distributed and sold in the U.S. under exclusive license to Cell Chow and Ryder Company. A subsidiary of Coleco Industries Incorporated, and then it gives the address and all that. Um, why I brought this up is because Cell Chow and Ryder are the original makers of Scrabble. That's why I brought that up. A little interesting footnote in there because uh, you know, you know, for those of you that don't know, Cell Chow and Ryder, original makers of uh, Scrabble games. So I, I just thought that was kind of cool when I read that in the box. And uh, now, now that is just a two-player game. It's just a two-player game, and, it, and it's the boob tube version, uh, which I, you know, TV, whatever. There's also a um, there's also a War and Victory Wild Card. Now these are mini packs that you get to go with this game. War and Victory Wild Card, The Good Life, Sports, Rock and Pop, and Flicks. And uh, you know, so it's you know. Kind of a uh, cool version of the game that we didn't have. And uh, now one real cool game that we picked up is a 1965 game from Parker Brothers called Cubic. Q-U-B-I-C. It's like a three-dimensional tic-tac-toe game. You have your brown base, and then you have three clear plastic platforms. And... You've got to get four of your chips in a row on in, in that game. So it's like a three-dimensional tic-tac-toe game. And uh, really cool. Really cool looking game.
And um, then we also picked up this past <coughs> week, the, those things we picked up on a car mart trip. Uh, then locally we picked up a 1994 game from Pressman called Star Poker. Uh, we picked up a 1995 Mancala game from Cardinal. I made a mistake and wrote Pressman on my notes. The, the Mancala game is from Cardinal. Uh, and then we also picked up a 1999 Trivial Pursuit Millennium uh, that was put out by Parker Brother slash Hasbro in 1999. Um, we, we actually already had the 1999 Trivial Pursuit Millennium game. It's in a tin. It's really cool and sharp looking. Uh, the wedges and the and the wheels are cool, translucent type colors. It's a really cool looking game. And uh, we, we actually already had a version of it, but the version that we had was missing some pieces, that we already owned was missing some pieces, and uh, the, the tin was kind of, had some rust spots on it, and this one was only a buck, so we thought, well, you know, it's only a buck, and it'll give us a good version of the game, so we bought it. Um, and then, Going back to our Carmar trip at Castle Perilous Games and Books in Carbondale, um, we, we had a whole lot of Hero Clicks figures that we, that, that we had for a while. And um, we actually bought them at the Salvation Army in Marion, Illinois. And we thought they looked cool, but we got them home, we started looking at it, and we started doing some research on the game. It was like, man, this is way too complicated. This is way more than we want to attempt to do. So, so we just put the box, so we just wrapped them up, put them in storage. And um, then we also had a couple of games that we didn't want. Game of Thrones, uh, Game of Thrones HBO Edition card game. And a game called Gunship Afterburner, or, or, or either First Strike or Afterburner, one of the Gunship games. And we didn't really want those either. We, we got them, and then we, the more we looked at them, it was like, nah, we're not, we're not gonna want to play this. Especially after we looked up gameplay online. And, and Tom Fast with game, with Gunship was like, okay, now I know this game looks really easy, but it's uh, it looks really complicated. But it's actually easy. And then he starts talking about you put this here, that there, that there, that there. Take those pieces, those pieces, and we're like. Okay, no, that's complicated. <laughs> so, uh, so, so we, so we took the uh, the gunship game, the game, the uh, Game of Thrones game, and the Hero Clicks to Castle Perilous. See if they'd be interested in buying them, and got twenty dollars in store credit, and walked out of there with Holiday Flux, the Holiday Flux game that I've been wanting, that I actually wanted before Christmas. Dang it. And even though it's show, the box is Christmas themed, it actually has some some stuff in there for Thanksgiving and even Halloween. Nothing for Easter, nothing for Valentine's Day, but uh, you know, like the holidays that come toward the end of the year—Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas—you know. Oh, even Hanukkah, even Hanukkah stuff is in there. Um, so I got me a holiday flux game, uh, of course, by Looney Labs, and then I got the uh, love letters game, Babe, Sweets, Lovely Assistant. Can you grab me the Love Letters game? My lovely assistant is going to get the Love Letters game. Look down. Look down. On the brown shelf. Yeah, there you go. Catch. Ha 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 ha.
Okay. I, I just want to make sure I get this right. Now, the Love Letter game we got is actually the version in the red pouch. There's one in the box, and somebody on eBay said, was like, even if you don't order from me, I recommend you get the game in the box. I actually like the game that's in the red pouch. It's a red velvet. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's a red. I'll, I'll describe it briefly. It's a red velvety pouch. It has Love Letter on the pouch uh, embroidered in like a uh, kind of a golden yellow you know like cursive writing manner and it's got a yellow drawstring on it I actually really like the looks of this version I, so it reminds me what years ago ladies used to uh, carry little drawstring purses yeah it, 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 it does have yeah it does have that kind of you know older, older look to it uh, it was put out by AEG Games uh, AEG Games, um, uh, and it is, the game creator is, thank you, lovely assistant, uh, let me see here, let me see here, okay, it, it, it doesn't tell, are you serious, it really doesn't tell on here, it really doesn't tell, oh, here you go, yeah, it does, it is a, uh, okay, I, I think I'm getting his name right, Seiji Kanai game. The the guy who also created Eight Epics. Um, so it's so it's one of his games. It was created by him and the ver and put out by AEG, which is Alderac Entertainment Group. And uh, haven't had a chance to play those yet either. Um, we we did take time this past week to play. Um, oh yeah, and I also walked out of there with a couple of blue dice and a couple of purple dice. Uh, went went nine eighty seven over my twenty dollar store credit limit, but walked out with some cool stuff, so that's neat. Um, now we did have time this past week to um, we, we 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 did have time this past week, as a matter of fact, just last night to play Battle Kittens. Um, Battle Kittens was put out by Battle Kittens was put out by. <laughs> Don't you love it when I throw stuff at you? Okay, top shelf by the Exploding Kittens games, on top of the um, on top of the uh, Game Right Cat games. There you go. Okay, now uh, Battle Kittens was put out by um, da -da -da, Ultra Pro. Okay, uh, it's a game called Battle Kittens by Ultra Pro. It's from 2017, and. Um, I, I, I thought it was neat. I thought it was a neat game. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cute. Um, the, the artwork on the cards is really cool. All the cat drawings and everything else. Um, unlike um, cat, the Cat Lady game, which uh, is also an AEG game, by the way. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, we, we both love the Cat Lady game and the artwork on there, but like Tom Basso from Die Star pointed out, the, the one thing about the Cat Lady game is it, it's basically all the drawings of the cats look the same, they're just different colors. And, and this one, all the, the, the artwork is really great, all the drawings of the cats are really great, they all have different names. Uh, well, well now all the cats have different names in the Cat Lady game. But all the drawings look the same, they're just different colors. Whether it's white, black, you know, whatever. Um, they're, they're cute as hell, but they all, they all look the same. But this, Battle Kittens, all the cats have a different look to them. They all have different cool names. 
Uh, some of them are sword fighting, some of them are doing the bow and arrow thing and, and everything else. So it's a really cool game. It's kind of a strategy battle game and uh, th this and that. And uh, got to play that last night. Really enjoyed it. Five on a scale of one to five yups rated. Keep in mind it's kitties. I'll give it 4.9. Wow, it's a cat game and it didn't get a straight five? Wow. Kitties the world over hissing at you right now. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, about that. Between 4.5 and 4.9. Between 4.5 and 5. 5 for me. Uh, it, it is cool. It is fun. It's a little bit simple. It's simple, which is no, good. No, they'd say you could do Oh, yeah, there are variants. Yeah, there are variants so, to it. when we play again, we're going to have to yeah. make it a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to do some of the game variants in this now. But but it is it is a nice game. Aesthetically speaking, it's it's it has a cool look to it. The box, the game, um, the box, the cards, and everything. <laughs> I like it when you purr. Um... And uh, you know it, the box. You know the box is cool looking. The cards are cool looking. Uh, gameplay is simple, fun. You know, cool. And, and there are variants to it as well. Uh, we also, once again, last night, speaking of Seiji Kanai and uh, all that, we tried the game Eight Epics again. We we have two. It's it, there. We have two different versions. We have the limited edition version with a simpler look. And then we have another version that's a little bit different, a few more cards, way different look. And we have two versions of it because we saw them and thought, man, this game looks so cool. We, we've tried the game now two or three times, and every time, every time end up being like, what the hell, we, we, you know. Well, so, according to what I've I seen, you're supposed to roll to die. Take what you want out of it. Roll, keep rolling die to, and each time you roll out, yeah. you have to, take, you know, make sure you take one out. Yeah. But but then there has to be. But, but then when you're done with that, if you still don't have your gold, then you can use one of the little one, heroes. One of the heroes, yeah. I know. But, we're, we're gonna have to figure it out because because we spent over, we we spent over twenty bucks total on the games. I, I I'd say between twenty twenty five dollars on the games, and they're so damn cool looking. But we haven't figured out how to play. Yeah, we're dumb. Yeah, we're dumb. Uh, oh, real quick, almost out of time. Um, the games we played with Linda and Aaron the other night, one game called Dice Capades. That game was wicked. That game was wicked. Dice Capades. Uh, I won't even try to describe it. Just go online. And of course, I don't have it, so I can't post pics. Go online, look it up. Is a game called Dice Capades, which also made made the game Kerfluffle, which we also played at Lyndon Aaron's house. Um, the, the Dice Capades game have, oh geez, about a dozen different kinds of dice, including these little micro, 60, 60 microscopically small dice. That I'd say like a quarter inch by a quarter inch square, if even that. Um, there's a dice. There's a, one with the dice and the dice. There's, there's there's like letter dice and number dice and everything else. And you have to add stuff and spell stuff. And Aaron ended up having to do. Well, first Aaron and I had arm wrestle, and it was a draw. We sat there for like five minutes, and neither one of us could get the other one down. So Aaron's finally like, "Okay, we'll just call it a draw." So so then Aaron had to do 
16 setups, and Aaron had to run through five different rooms of the house within 30 seconds. That's another thing. You get like 30 seconds to do a lot of this stuff. Um, so, it, it, you know, it's a really wild game. Like Kerfluffle. Kerfluffle is one way you got to do a lot of wild stuff, too. And um, so we played Dice Capades. Um, we, uh, we played Liar's Dice again. End of the evening. A lot of times we end the evening with Pirates of the Caribbean, Liar's Dice. Um, there's another game we played. What was the other game we played? We played Dice Capades. Uh, we played Liar's Dice. Seems like we played a game in the middle, a card game of some kind, but I can't remember what the hell it was. Um, da, 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 da. I know you and him was playing a Think Fun game. Yeah, 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 yeah. We played a Think Fun game called Tip Over to Start, and then we played Dice Capades, and then we played Liar's Dice at the end, but I, it seems like we played a card game. Seems like we played a card game or something in the middle, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Oh, well, if I think about it, I'll talk about it on the next show. Um, because basically, we are out of time, believe it or not. Out of time. Um, so, anyway, uh, who knows what will happen this week. Whether we'll shop, whether we won't. Um, whether we'll buy stuff, whether we won't. Um, you know, so th this was like the first show in a while I've had to getting 50 with a segment where we talked about game stuff. Okay, that's it. We are out of time. Um, as always, I have to thank my beautiful fiance, Wolf Eyes, for me out on the show. Thanks for showing me out. As always, you did good, as always. No problem. Party better than me, as always, too. Okay. Uh, love you, sweets. I love you, my pinkle, wrinkle, tinkle, fairy. <laughs> tinkle fairy? <laughs> oh, Scott, Scott's going to have a ball with that one. But one time when you uh, said something, he uh, commented on the word tinkle. <laughs> tinkle, tinkle. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, uh, we're out of time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, seems like we're forgetting stuff. I, I, I don't know, but if we did forget anything on this episode, we'll uh, just jam it into the next show. So uh, that's it for this episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you listened. I hope you dug it. Hope you listen to the next show and dig that, too. As always, I am the man they call Crow. She is the fiancé I call Wolf Eyes. And this is the show I call It's Crow Time. That's it, everybody. Ta-ta for now.